Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is the High School Sports Line. Over the next two hours, we'll bring you the latest in high school sports from across the Mountain State. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Concord University. Come to learn, go to serve. By Suddenlink, switch, bundle, and save. And by the West Virginia Coal Association and the Friends of Coal. Committed to clean energy, your job, and a better quality of life for all West Virginians. Now, here are your hosts for the High School Sports Line. Fred Persinger, Dave Jacklin, and Garrett Cullen. And good evening across this great state of West Virginia. Fred Persinger, Dave Jacklin. And Garrett Cullen with you on this Wednesday night, November 9th, high school sports line, and nary a political ad will you hear tonight. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. It is indeed. Election's over. Now we can concentrate on high school football playoffs. Uh, I do have the uh, pairings and the times and everything for the high school state volleyball tournament that begins this weekend, and Mm -hmm. we might touch on that. So uh, busy, busy show. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Fred. Good How evening. are we doing? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Considering everything, I'm doing okay. You know. Yeah, you had uh, had busy election yesterday, and then busy Sunday with the playoff meetings in Parkersburg, and and you got your wish, right? I did. It's mostly uh, Friday games. You set, did a very nice job. Set your record, David. I, I saw that, and I was very proud of you. Yeah, was, most I can ever remember in the first round before was 15. Right. And now we have 19. I, I was, uh, you did so well uh-huh. that having two Eastern Panhandle schools play on Saturday was, that just slid right past me. You know what? I, uh, I was sitting there in a meeting, and I honestly had, it was, it's 15 miles between those two schools. Yeah, I, I said 10 before we came on the air. but uh, no, no, it's 15, and of course we're talking about <laughs> yeah. Jefferson and Musselman. And they give you a sheet as to who, you know, where it's going to be played and a tournament director and date and time. I had already marked Friday at 730. <laughs> oh, so That's you what did you it. get. I did. You did yeah. it. I said, and then when, when the coach said Saturday 130, I just stared at him. <laughs> had, uh, he, had he not been two tables away, I may have got up and. All right. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. 
I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he, there's a reason. I'm sure there is. I'm sure. Maybe he's got doesn't like you. Maybe his daughter <laughs> plays something on Friday. Night. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, seven AAA games on Friday night. One on Saturday afternoon in Class AA. Same thing. Yes. Seven. One on Saturday afternoon, and then in single A. And we get this a lot mm-hmm. in single A. And I understand that sure. they play on Saturday night, but we do have still we have five. On Friday. Is that right? Five? Yes. Uh, I believe one, so, two, yes. Three, four, three five. on Saturday. And two Saturday afternoon and one Saturday night. Correct. So there you go. That's the way that shapes up. A gentleman that's going to travel a little farther than 15 miles. In fact, he's going to travel 166 miles. Dwayne Stokel, Buchanan Upshur, joins us right now. Coach, welcome in, buddy. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah, I had an opportunity to talk with you for a while on Sunday in Parkersburg, and I'm I'm certain, uh, even though you, I don't know how you feel about me, but you'd love to be able to talk with me again this Sunday too, wouldn't you? Uh, absolutely, you, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Buchanan up sure again. Uh, uh, Buccaneers are playing Friday night, and uh, they get the. Uh, Get to play Spring Valley, uh, the number two seed, and it's uh, certainly a tough game. We'll talk about that in a second. But first of all, let's talk about the Buccaneers. Coach, your team did exactly what they had to do in order to make the playoffs. And as you and I spoke on Sunday, that has to make you awfully happy. Oh, yeah, very proud of them. Uh, We we knew we had a young team. Like I told you, it's almost a a surprise to be here this year because we were so young. A lot of our seniors graduated last year that helped us get to the playoffs two years ago. And uh, we just knew we had to have patience, let these sophomores grow up a little bit. We have a nice senior class that's provided great leadership for us. And uh, we're just delighted to have an opportunity to go down there and uh, see what we can do against Spring Valley. Coach, was it the youth early in the season? You opened the year one and three before a shutout win over uh, Lewis County and finished the season strong. But was that, was that mostly what it was, youth and those sophomores finding their way the first month of the year? Yeah, that's exactly right. We just knew um, – Got to be patient, let those guys develop. They're, they're a talented group uh, when they were in middle school as well as their freshman year, and we just knew they had to develop a little bit. It's, you know, it's hard to go into big boy mode and play that varsity football as a sophomore, but uh, you're right, exactly right. The Lewis County game was our, our turning point uh, in the mud and the slop down there. Uh, we put in a great performance on offense and defense, and that's really uh, changed our season. A uh, week after that, we went to play university, and uh, really it was, a, it was a dogfight and probably uh, should have and could have beat them. We, we gave up a kickoff return, and we, we dropped a punt. And that was the, basically their, their winning points. So, uh, and after that, it's been playoff mode ever since. And um, you know, I'm just real proud of our guys for, for growing up and, and, and believing in what we're trying to do. Yeah, and, and having said that, just getting into the playoffs, we've got a note here, it's the second time since 2005 that, that you're in the playoff mix. So how significant is that, just, just starting there to, to be able to get in that top 16? Yeah, it, it was great. Like I said, we, we hope to, to use this with our younger guys uh, as a springboard for uh, the next couple of years. Uh, of course, we'd like to be there every year. I really enjoy talking to Mr. Persinger all the time, so I'd love to be able to keep doing that. But uh, it's just a nice opportunity for these guys to grow up and get a chance what playoff atmosphere is all about. Um, again, we were there two years ago, and, it, and it's been a long drought before that. So we're looking forward to, to Friday night. Talking with Dwayne Stokel, head football coach at Buchanan Upshur. And, Coach, honestly, you, you must have something really, really special going on at Buchanan Upshur. I mean, you take a look at your roster. You have – a uh, nice number of kids playing football for you. You know, it's one of the things. Uh, this is my it's my 20th year overall at Buchanan Upshur. I'm 16 years as an assistant, my 14 years as a head coach, and we really worked hard uh, the last four years just to get our numbers up. You know, we're our AAA school. We have to start uh, acting like a AAA school. So we really worked hard. Uh, my assistant coaches do a great job recruiting the school, trying to get guys out. 
Uh, we've got guys crossing over from wrestling and basketball that really helped us this year. And we're just really trying to build our program. And, uh, of course, getting to playoffs helps you do that. So we're, we're excited about that. You're kind of a triple-A school in double-A country, aren't you? I mean, you kind of look around yeah, we, <laughs> look around where your school's at. You're surrounded by all those double-A programs. Exactly right. Our two rivals are, are Lewis County and Elkins. They both went to double-A, which makes it kind of tough. Mm-hmm. But uh, by all the travel we did this year, going to Spring Valley is just another, just another trip for us, really. How about some of your players? I know Nathan Tolliver uh, had a big game. Last week against Elkins, he's over the 1,000-yard the mark on the season. Uh, start with him specifically and then some of your other key guys. Sure. Um, Nate started for us last year as a freshman on the defensive side and the receiver. And uh, we had uh, our senior quarterback uh, graduate last year, and we're thinking, well, what can we do? So we took our best best athlete. Uh, we tried to run triple option football, and uh, you know, I kind of look what Navy did with Keenan Reynolds. So we said, let's, let's take this best athlete and see if we can make him be a quarterback. And he wasn't quite – quite there yet the first couple of weeks of the season and he got his first start down there at Princeton and, and just gotten better every every game since and uh you know got a thousand yards really and with a lot of limited carries uh just shows the kind of athlete he is but he's grown up quickly and uh he's getting better every week and uh, we need him to keep doing that you know coach when you look now today is Wednesday so certainly you got your game plan in and you've been able to watch some stuff on the Timberwolves what do you see? What do you see when you look at uh, Dwayne's or when you see a, when you see Coach Dingus's ball club? Yeah, they're they're a quality ball club, no doubt about it. They have uh, really all the, the things you need to be a great team. They've got size, they've got speed, they've got athletes. Um, they've got a lot of experience, you know, a lot of juniors and seniors starting for them. So uh, our hands will definitely be full, with no doubt. There's a reason why they're number two. Uh, they are solid on both sides of the ball, and um, you know we we'll definitely have our hands full Friday night. No, no matter which way it comes out on Friday, like you said, you'll have your hands full with the Wolves. But first time in the playoffs in 11 years, and there was a drought before that. As you talk about uh, coming back, second time in, in that period of time. But yep. um, but talk about what that is for the program, though. You, you talk about building this thing and getting this going in the right direction. It's another road trip coming up, but but it's going to be a fun road trip just the same. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, almost like a, a bowl game for us. You know, they're, they're reward for their hard work, and they really want to get to where we are, and we're excited that they're there. And uh, We want to use this, like I said, as a springboard, and hopefully, uh, again, with our young guys, you'll get back here every year. You'll be like the, uh, the Morgantowns and the universities, the teams up in this area, and uh, just expect to be there, not, not hope to be there. And that's what we're trying to get and trying to build the program. And, uh, you know, it takes time, and uh, we're pleased to be there two of the last four years, and we'd really love to see that to keep rolling. What were the keys in that Elkins game? You get the win 28-17, but the final game – of the regular season where you're needing to win to get in. Uh, what were some of the keys coming out of that one? Uh, first, I'd say my, my defense coordinator, his staff, uh, Bill Plymel, you know, the single wing is always a headache. Uh, and I got nothing but respect for Coach Hot and the Elkins Tigers, you know, coming up with something that, that works for them. And that single wing can be some headaches. Uh, honestly, uh, some, some sleepless nights there thinking about how we're going to defend that. But Coach Plymel, my defensive coordinator, did a really nice job slowing them down. And then uh, just making plays. Uh, we, we are also very fortunate, besides the quarterback, uh, to have a, a true fullback in this offense in campaign. He's around 800 yards for the season, uh, somewhere around 10 touchdowns. And um, just, you know, between those two, it's a good one-two punch. And then we throw our slots in. And our, our offensive line has been a real strength of the team this year, too. So uh, those things just came together Friday night. And uh, we're just real pleased to, to beat our rival and have that chance to go into the playoffs because they were also fighting for their – playoff line yeah. too so it was, it was a great atmosphere high school football it was great well you, you know Dwayne this is uh this year is like the 50th anniversary of the last time Buckhannon Upshire won a state championship so I mean that sounds like a magical number to me <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome we'd love to see that I've heard that a few times actually from uh you know 
Buck fan of old teams, uh, especially um, you know Coach Zoff and those guys. Um, Coach Zoff is actually at the game. His his grandson plays for Elkin, and uh, they they recognized him before our game. And uh, I actually got to work with him a little bit when um, I was working for for Coach Chips at Buchanan. Coach Zoff came in to help out a little bit, and uh, he's a great great guy and a great character and uh, a true football guy. And it was like having a, an encyclopedia in front of me of football. Once get a chance to work with him a little bit, so it was nice to have him back and and to see us. How has the community response been there in Buckhannon, around Upshur County, with the Buccaneers back in the playoffs? Yeah, this this community has supported Buckhannon football the whole 20 years I've been here. Uh, win or lose, uh, they take care of us. Our boosters do a great job. The community does. Um, kids were lining outside uh, Rick Reynolds, our athletic director's door, getting their uh, their playoff sweatshirts and T-shirts. And it's just been great. And everywhere you go, whether you're, you're at, at the, the Kroger's or the Walmart, you know, people are wishing you luck. And it's just a nice thing. And it's just so good for our, our community and our school. Uh, you know, football can really bring a school together, and it's just been nice we were able to do that a little bit and uh, get a little school spirit, too. So it's just it's a great feeling. We're really excited to, to be back in the playoffs. Hi, buddy. You're uh, 166 miles from Spring Valley from the Huntington area, and you you don't have school Friday. Uh, so what's, what's the plans? What's the travel plans? Yeah, actually, uh, we're going to leave school about 1230, go over to uh, one of our churches. They've been taking care of us for away games, and they're going to feed us um, – we also have a former Buchanan player is going to give us a little uh, pep speech, rallying speech, and then uh, just take our time getting down there. We'll stop at a rest area, uh, snack, walk a little bit, and uh, hopefully arrive there around 5 o'clock, something like that, and um, go through a regular routine at that point. Sounds uh, like... Just looking forward to it. And, uh, again, the community and the church is taking care of us here is, is great because it really helps our boosters out, too, and they can they can spend their money on some other things. And uh, I, can't, I can't say enough about our community and, and the churches, uh, what they do for us. You said it earlier, Dwayne, and it's so true. Things like this and the way the church has jumped in and helping you out and you're going to make this trip a really, really fun trip. Boy, that's what gets those kids that didn't play this year. Maybe we're on the fence a little bit. They want to play next year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's kind of a quick story for you. I've got two players, um, starting guard and defenseman Dalton Marple and starting linebacker Logan Cutright. They were in Coach Plymouth's history class uh, when they were sophomores. And uh, they hadn't played. They do other sports. And Coach Palmer got a bet with them and said, if we make the playoffs, why don't you guys come out? And they kept their side of the bet. And they've been, uh, they've been great contributors for us here these last two years. So, again, if you can win and, and uh, get in the playoffs, uh, it does get the kids interested. And uh, hopefully we'll build our numbers to where we need to be as a, as a true AAA program. There you go, buddy. Well, great, great job this year. Best of luck to you on Friday night. And uh, uh, we'll just wait and see what happens, okay? Yes, sir, and I really appreciate all you do for, for high school football. It, it's great. We can't wait to listen to you when we head back on those long road trips. There you go. I appreciate that very much. Thank you, sir, and uh, safe travels on Friday, okay? Thank you very much. There you go. Head Coach Dwayne Stokel by Cannon Upshur. Guys, you can, you can just hear the excitement in his voice. Yeah, I think you can, and that is great for Buchanan Upshur. You know, that's a program that uh, – had gone through the NCAC back with Morgantown University High back in those days with the Fairmont Senior and East Fairmont. And as that kind of dissolved and went its different direction, that is kind of a, a AAA program kind of isolated around yeah. a lot of other AA programs. And and really terrific to see the strides that uh, it's making. Obviously, he was right, you know, Lewis County and Elkins were other AAA programs, but now dropping back down on the AA side, for them to get in, at 15, there's not a lot of points, if you will, around them. They have to travel. That's why they played Princeton. That's why they play, you know, Brook and Preston and the different places they had to go to to get those AAA games. No question about that. All right, we need to take our first break. We come back, we'll head to Tyler County up in the Sistersville area. 
We'll talk with Ryan Walton, who's the head coach of Tyler Consolidated. That and more. Stay with us on High School Sports Line. There are some who'd like for us to imagine a world without coal-based electricity. Okay, then, let's see what that would look like. Without coal-based power plants, we wouldn't have reliable electricity. Electricity prices would rise, local communities would lose jobs, and our national economy would suffer. So, yes, we can imagine a world without coal, and it's a pretty scary place to be. Fact is, we need coal-based electricity for reliable power, for affordable energy, for strong jobs that contribute to a stronger U.S. economy, for global competitiveness. That's why coal-based electricity is such an important part of our energy solutions, now and for many years to come. Did you know that tobacco products contain chemicals that are also found in car batteries, nuclear weaponry, and embalming fluid? Tobacco use causes cancer, problems to the circulatory and respiratory systems, and increases the risk for type 2 diabetes. Listen, if you're using tobacco, right now is the time to quit. Just 20 minutes after you quit smoking, your heart rate and blood pressure will drop. Call the West Virginia Tobacco Quit Line today at 1-877-966-8784. They're here to help you quit. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer. And not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit lungcancerprofiles.com to learn more. That's lungcancerprofiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Wildfires burn millions of acres each year. And each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself. But you can do something firefighters can't. You can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire. You can reduce the risk. Do your part. Go to fireadaptive.org. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org.
The sports talk continues on the high school sports line from Metro News. Welcome back into the program. It is week number one of the high school football playoffs, the round of 16, and one of those 16 teams that will be playing this weekend. The Silver Knights of Tyler Consolidated. Head coach Ryan Walton joins us. Coach, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thanks. Glad to have you. Yes, sir. Glad to have you with us. Got to be exciting for the folks in and around Tyler County, the Sistersville area, for uh, your Silver Knights to be uh, into the playoffs. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pretty exciting time right now. You know, the community's behind us. Kids are excited at school, and uh, the players are anxious to get started and uh, go over to East Harding and see what happens. You know, Coach, taking a look at this season for your Silver Knights ball club, you, you make the playoffs. You're taking on, as you mentioned, East Hardy, the number one seed on Friday night. And kind of looking week by week, it's kind of been one of those up-and-down years. You kind of get in a run, win a couple games, and you'd have a loss. But when it came down to the very end, you won two out of your final three and qualified for the playoffs. Talk about how the, kind of that week-in, week-out went for this ball club in 2016. Well, this year, you know, it's, uh, you know, he'd sound like a coach, but you know, we just took it in, took it one week at a time, and, uh, you know, just try to do what we could do and take care of the things that we could take care of. Uh, you know, you just come out, prepare each week, and uh, hopefully get a win, and next thing you know, you're, you're sitting there to, in a seat and go play a playoff game. What was last week like? And You've got the difficult challenge of St. Mary's, and that ends up a 56-26 game, but then having to watch the other scores come in and do the math and figure out if you still snag a playoff spot, what was last week like overall going through that? Well, all week, you know, a couple of the coaches that we have on staff, you know, they were crunching some numbers, and, uh, you know, they were they were telling me some of the scenarios that had to happen. But, uh, you know, like you said, you just you play the game, control what you can control, and, uh yeah, we did. We we listened to the scores on Friday night, and uh, we were pretty excited when we we were fortunate enough to get in. And uh, like I said, you know, we were excited. Kids were excited. Coach, when and then I realize full well that football is probably more so than any other sport we play is certainly a team game because you need contributions from a lot of kids. But give me a couple of names on your ball club that you you say, boy, Fred, uh, I really have to have a good game out of. X and Y. Who who would that be? Well, you, with us, you definitely have to start with uh, our two running backs, Tyler Anderson and Jace Reed. Uh, you know, without those guys, I think they've combined for, uh, I think both of them have about 16, 17 touchdowns. And, you know, they, they've done a good job for us all year. They've been leaders on the field, um, you know, leaders in the locker room. They uh, They look out for each other. You know, they block for each other. But, uh, you know, those guys are definitely what make us go. I'm looking at your season opening game, uh, the matchup against Williamstown, and, and we know how good Williamstown is. That was a tight game, wasn't it? 25-14. What were your expectations going into that one? And then I, even though you lost, did you have a, a bit of a confidence boost just because it was tight? Well, you know, you go into every game you know, with, with game plan and looking to, looking to execute. But, uh, you know, that – but that showed the kids that you know Williamstown's uh, every year in year out they're a, they're a good team they're a playoff team and uh, you know our kids kind of learned from that that hey you know maybe we do belong up there and uh, we'll, we're willing to play anybody and uh, yeah just kind of work at it and gain a little confidence each week. 
you know, we talk about the offense. We talk about Jace Reed and, and Tyler Anderson and the plays that they make on the offensive side. But, but Coach, when I look at this Tyler Consolidated defense, when you guys are winning games, you're not giving up a lot of points. You shut out Webster County, shut out Calhoun mm-hmm. County, shut out Valley Wetzel, seven points to Magnolia, six points to Ritchie County. The most scored against you when you've won, 12 points by Doddridge County. When you guys are winning, you're playing some great defense. Yeah, we got, uh, you know, like I said, you know, the, we got some guys that are flying around, and uh, we were fortunate enough to make some plays when when the when the situation occurs. But uh, you know, the credit goes to the kids. You know, they they watch the film, they prepare, and uh, the the coaches got them ready, and you know, they're buying into what we're doing. And uh, you know, like I said, they're they're out there making the plays. But you know, like I said, it comes from the the assistant coaches putting the time in and breaking down the film and getting it down to the kids. Brian, did you did you feel you had a real good chance to make the playoffs when this year started? Well, to be honest with you, you know, we uh, that was one of our goals. But uh, you know, a couple we stubbed our toes there, stubbed our toe a couple times this year, and we kind of thought maybe it got away from us. But uh, yeah, it was always a goal to get in there. And we always thought we could get in, and uh, you know, here we are, getting ready to play. When you take a look at this matchup against East Hardy, getting ready to play, what do you see out of the Cougars and? And what do you expect coming up on Friday? The first thing you see is a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he likes he throws his ball all over the place, and uh, he's got receivers that'll go up and get it. But um, yeah, that's that's something we're definitely we're working on throughout this week, trying to prepare for that. But uh, you know, don't take away their run either. You know, you get dropping guys back to cover the pass, and you know, they got a nice offensive line that can uh, can make some holes for running backs, but. Chad, the main thing that uh, is concerning us is the quarterback and the way he can throw the ball around. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention there. You've got Corey McDonald, a quarterback, Brett Tharp, one of their their big receivers. But And kind of the narrative on them this year compared with what they had a, a season ago is what they are able to run the ball a little more when they have to. Do you see that balance, that, that running game from them as well? Yeah, you definitely see the, see the running game. And uh, you know, like you said, they got the experience from last year. I think all, about all those guys played in the uh, championship game last year. And so they have some experience in the playoffs. So, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge, but, uh, you know, we're preparing for them, and kids are kids are excited to get in, and they're, they're anxious to get on the field and, you know, just, uh, just see what happens. Talking with Ryan Walton, head coach of Tyler Consolidated, you have to make that 180-some-mile trip uh, <laughs> over to East Tardy. What, what's your travel plans, Coach? Well, we're going to we're gonna take our time. We're going to get up, leave here about – of course, there's no school on Friday, so we're going to leave leave uh, relatively early, about 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and take our time getting over there. Try to keep our legs under. So, you know, it's, it's a long trip, but, um, you know, our guys, have, they've made – we've played some scrimmage games. Yeah, we were always on the road in our scrimmages, so we kind of got a little taste of traveling. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to get over there and, you know, try to be prepared and anxious to get on the field. Hey, Coach, when I take a look at this East Hardy offense and you talk about McDonald and Tharp catching the ball and throwing the ball, looking at your opponents this season, taking nothing away from them, but it's been mostly run-oriented offenses. Have you faced a team this year that wants to throw the ball as much as East Hardy on Friday? I'd say uh, you know, we played Magnolia. Um, you know, Magnolia puts the ball in the air a little bit, but you know, the circumstances that night, it was uh, one of those rainy, rainy nights and um, – yeah, you know, they didn't really get a chance to do that that much, but they're probably they're probably the one team that puts the ball in the air the most against us. 
what kind of challenges then does that pose taking on a you know really only hey faced a pass friendly team if you will once this season as far as the secondary and the way you scheme for East Hardy coming up on Friday yeah it's definitely going to be a challenge especially uh, you know you look at the numbers they put up and you know with their experience you know, you know they're going to put the ball in the air so uh, you know I guess they kind of have the advantage a little bit there but uh, you know our kids like I said they've been coach has been working with them all week you know we've even had a had one of our assistant coaches throwing the ball around a little bit this week so you know, they're, we're trying to get the best look we can and, uh, you know, just, just prepare them. You know, I was looking at something. Uh, Ryan Walton is the head football coach. He's an assistant principal. He's the athletic director. What, what do you do in your spare time, buddy? <laughs> not, not much. Uh, <laughs> do a, a little fishing once in a while. That's about it. There you go. That's a little relaxing. Well, let's, let's just hope you don't get to go fishing for a while. How's that, huh? Yeah, that's, that'd, that'd be a good thing. That'd be a good thing. Hey, buddy, best of luck, safe travels, and uh, we'll be watching for that score Friday night on game night, okay? Hey, I appreciate you having me. Thank you, buddy. That's Ryan Walton, head coach of Tyler Consolidated. And, guys, it's kind of like uh, uh, I, I, you beat the number one seed. It doesn't get any easier for you in this playoffs. But I was just looking ahead. You know, the winner of 1-16 uh, and 16 gets – the winner of eight and nine, and that's either going to be Williamstown or South Harrison. So I'm telling and you, that single A bracket is loaded. South Harrison is nine and one and on the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first round of the playoffs, yeah. facing a Williamstown team that's eight in the SSAC, but been top five all year in our power rankings. They're fourth this week. I think they proved last week they deserve to be there after uh, beating Tulsa the way they did. Wait, well, and the thing too is if, if Tyler were to upset in one versus sixteen, so you have to look at it at least from a ranking standpoint that way. If they were to beat the Cougars and match up with the winner between Williamstown and South Harrison, Tyler Consolidated did play both those teams in the regular season, only lost to Williamstown by 11, lost the game to South Harrison, but scored 39 points on the Hawks, lost 57-39. So if Coach Walton's ball club can, can spring that win over East Hardy, they'll take on a Williamstown and a South Harrison ball club they're familiar with in the state quarterfinals. And, and that East Hardy team offensively has just been rolling. You look at the numbers scored this season, 534 points scored for East Hardy. That's uh, by far the most in class single A in your playoff teams. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that now and not while he was on the phone with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, He well, knows. He's, he's already yeah, I guarantee he, he knows. knows. Yeah. I'm not telling him anything. You, you know, Garrett, <laughs> you mentioned South Harrison is 9-1 and one and on the road. Mm-hmm. How about this? They're, okay. in, they're the ninth-place team. They had to go to the third tiebreaker right. for them to be the ninth-place team. They could have easily been the 10th-place team with a 9-1 and one record. Yeah, and, and that one loss came to the number two team who's undefeated. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You play yeah. your schedule, and you get in the playoffs and, and see where you fall. Well, and that's, like, you know, Gilmer, Gilmer County's that seventh-seeded team. They're undefeated. Yeah. By the way, guys, we talk about South Harrison, and uh, we don't have them on the program tonight, but just be ready. Yes. Friday night. Okay. Okay. Guess who got their shirt? Did you oh, really? Yeah. Are you going wow. to wear it? I'm going to wear it Friday night. I promised Brad Jett so, I'd do that. So we're not going to call Terry Smith after the game then? No. You're wearing a South Harrison shirt. I mean, if you know, if, if Williamstown wins, we call Terry. <laughs> and, and Terry, if you're listening, you want me to wear a shirt, get it for get me. Get a shirt. I'm not, hey. You're going to have to take like a duffel bag to Wheeling, <laughs> or to a Parkersburg <laughs> on Sunday, all, it, the, all the gear you're going to get. If it's free, 
It's for me. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> Need to take a break. We come back. We'll be joined by head coach Nate Tanner of those Summers County Bobcats. Stay with us on High School Sports Line. At MVB Bank, we have one simple objective. Give you the very best of everything you could possibly want and need in a bank. That's it. Because we believe, when it comes down to it, most people just want a really great bank with top-notch products, interest-bearing checking and savings accounts, great CD and car loan rates, and more. Check out mvbbanking.com today and let us show you how easy it is to bank with MVB. MVB Bank, your financial life made easy. Member FDIC. Did you know that tobacco products contain chemicals that are also found in car batteries, nuclear weaponry, and embalming fluid? Tobacco use causes cancer, problems to the circulatory and respiratory systems, and increases the risk for type 2 diabetes. Listen, if you're using tobacco, right now is the time to quit. Just 20 minutes after you quit smoking, your heart rate and blood pressure will drop. Call the West Virginia Tobacco Quit Line today at 1-877-966-8784. They're here to help you quit. The field of corrections is fast-growing and full of opportunities for advancement. Right now, the West Virginia Division of Corrections has openings for male and female correctional officers throughout the state. If you have a high school diploma or GED and can pass a drug test, visit WVDOC.com to see job listings and apply. These are state jobs with great benefits and an accelerated hiring process to get you on your way quickly. Visit WVDOC.com today. An equal opportunity employer. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State. This is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? But in order to know what I wanted to be, I had to first decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more. So I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore. And frustration, a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I make an old subject feel like a fresh thought and unconventional methods common. I make material things less important and little things like patience and kindness count. I make weekdays more exciting than weekends and classrooms feel like anything but. I make things different, which is all I ever hoped for. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council.
Metro News, your source for high school sports in West Virginia. Welcome again. High School Sports Line. Fred Persinger, Dave Jacklin, Garrett Cullen with you on this Wednesday night. And we welcome to our microphones head coach Nate Tanner of the Bobcats of Summers County. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for having me, Fred. Oh, our pleasure. Believe me, 8-2, and two, the Bobcats, number 10 in the state. Tell me about your ball club. And uh, when you when you mention your ball club, uh, guys, are you ready for this? Probably the biggest hitter on the team, or one of them at least, is five foot six, 135-pounder C.J. Shrewsbury. Pretty tough kid, isn't he? Yeah, um, C.J., he has... He's had an exceptional season this year. He, um, you know, he he brings it in all phases of the game. Um, you know, in, in particular on defense, he's been a three-year starter for us at corner. And um, as long as I've been here, he's he's been one of the best defensive players we've ever had. Um, the Beckley paper they did an article on him today. Uh, it was titled "Small but Mighty," and that definitely applies to CJ. Um, he, he's a heck of a player. You know, I, I actually read that article before we came in tonight, and, and I love how, you know, Fred talks about what he does on defense. He also had a nice game against Mountain View offensively, uh, catching the football, has, what, about 400 receiving yards, I think, this year. But what I like is is he's that little speedster back there. He'll, if somebody breaks free, C.J. will run them down, hopefully, before they make the uh, make the goal line. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, defensively, where he plays cornerback at, at some points in the ball game, um, in some cases, he's the last line of defense. And, um, you know, him along with Tucker Lilly and J.T. Hess playing in the defensive backfield, um, you know, all three of those guys can run. So very very rarely do we give up a lot of explosive plays. And if the play is explosive, you know, they, they tend to stop them with inside the 10. And, you know, they, that's something that we preach week in and week out. Um, whatever team that we do play defensively, we want them to, you know, travel the long road to to score, um, and that has paid off this year big time. When I think back to Summers County from last year, and really the last couple of seasons, we talked about the quarterback Matt Ryan so often, and he moved on from this group. What's been kind of the identity of this team and, and some of the other guys uh, who are in the mix there? Well, I I tell you something that's different about this team is. Um, um, offensively and defensively and special teams. I mean, I think this is the most complete team that we've had um, in the past several years. Um, offensively, statistically, um, you know, the numbers go around. Um, Dakota Thomas, he has over 500 yards receiving. I, I believe he has close to 10 touchdowns. Um, Tucker Lilly has over 500 yards receiving, close to 10 touchdowns. C.J., C.J. Shrewsbury, who we were just talking about, he has over 400 yards receiving. Um, all three of those guys have over 25 catches. Uh, Andrew Richmond has about 20 catches for 250 yards. Um, we have several other kids with over 100 yards and, you know, 10 catches or so. So, um, you know, offensively, as far as a passing attack goes, we, we've been able to really spread the ball around. And uh, Marcus McGuire, he's our starting tailback. He has over 500 yards rushing, so he's he's done his part as well. So um, I think you know what makes us special as an offense is just the versatility and, and diversity that we have within the offense. And um, you know it, the same applies for defense. We have 
um, we have several kids that have made, you know, several plays for us throughout the year. Um, you know, we I think just as an all-around team, we've been playing solid ball. Yeah, that versatility that you talked about, Nate, on offense, I mean, that has served you well. You've scored 406 points in 10 games. And, I mean, that is uh, – that's really scoring a lot. He had 71 time, 50s, over 50 a couple of times. So, obviously, your kids love to get out and just uh, put some points on the board. Yeah, and, um, I mean, that uh, offensively, we've been able to score a lot of points. But um, I'll I, I tell you what else uh, a lot of people don't realize is um, is the factor that special teams has played in in a lot of those scores. Um, we've We've blocked, I believe, seven or eight kicks this year and um you know anytime you block a kick it, it sets you up for a good field position um we've returned tucker lilly he's returned i think he's returned <coughs> four punts for a touchdown this year but three of them got called back <laughs> but um <laughs> darn um so, it, something else on kickoff we've been able to recover five onside kicks you know in the middle of the game so uh we special teams as well i mean that has uh, that has helped us produce the amount of points that that we've been putting up. Hey, coach, heading into the playoffs, uh, how satisfying is it on two fronts? One, to win that close game back in late October against Pocahontas County, nineteen fourteen. So you win that close one, but then in the se- regular season ender, to have four touchdown passes and over two hundred yards rushing in the win over Mountain View. Well, I, I tell you, the, the game against Pocahontas, we knew coming into that game um, what type of opponent we were facing. Um, Pocahontas County, they're not in the playoffs, but um, between but between us and everybody else listening, um, they they are definitely a playoff caliber team. Um, they 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 play a really tough schedule, so they weren't able to get in. But I told the kids after that game. Um, I thought that win could catapult us through the rest of the season. And, um, you know, last Friday night against Mount View, we had, we had said we wanted to dictate the tempo and impose our will on them up front in the run game. And, you know, anytime, anytime you rush for over 200 yards and throw for four touchdowns, that's, you know, that's a good night on offense. And, um, I tell you, Mount View, they've, um, They've really turned it up a notch this year. They're a lot better yeah. ball club than what they have been in the past. So I I thought that was a quality win as well. So hopefully it will carry into this week. Hey, re- hey, real quick, you know, that Mountain View team finished at 5-5, five and five, and you're right, They the Golden Knights have been down for a while. Tell, just real quick, tell me about that ball club. What can be what can we expect from Mountain View in years to come? What did you see well, from I, your sideline? I, I tell you, Mountain View, year in and year out, they have some of the best athletes that we face. Um I mean, they're they're going to be extremely athletic year to year. Um, their their head coach, I actually went to college with him. Um, this is his third or fourth year being the head coach. I think he finally has some discipline instilled within the program, and um, I think I think more than anything, their kid their kids down there hope and they they believe that they can win now. And whenever you have that, I mean, that's that's a key factor in getting the program turned around. So you talked about the message after a big win over Pocahontas County. What was the message after that last-second loss on a field goal against Greenbrier West and having to bounce back the next week you did against Webster County, 41-6? to But what was kind of the message coming out of that difficult loss? The, the, the message was, was this was a wake-up call. Um, you know, going into that week, 
I think that was the third game of the season. Um, there were there were some ratings out that had us like second in the state and stuff like that. And obviously, your kids see that and they hear that from everybody. And um, you know, they I, I think I think as a team we got a little bit comfortable um, before we played Greenbrier West. Um, we didn't have Nathan Grammett playing quarterback that game due to injury. So that was a little bit of adversity. But, um, you know, we, we didn't come out and, and execute like we needed to. And Greenbrier West, despite their record, they're always they're always a tough out. I mean, they have really physical kids. They're always really well coached. Um, and, you know, it, I give all the credit to Greenbrier West. They came out and, you know, executed what they did and, they were able to come out with a win, but it was definitely a wake-up call for our kids. But I kind of told them, you know, it didn't have to be a major setback, but it was a minor setback, and hopefully we could have a major comeback. And um, we've been able to reel off several wins after that um, besides the Independence game. That was a that was a very good learning experience as well. Yeah, Talking with head coach Nate Tanner of Summers County. All right, last year – Class AA ball club, you made the playoffs as the number 10 seed. Had a tough, tough opponent in Mingo Central. You're a single A this year. You make the playoffs as the number 10 seed. You have to go 121 miles up to Glenville to take on an undefeated Gilmer County ball club. Uh, uh, an old uh, Southern West Virginia kid by the name of Stevie Schuff. I'm sure you know Stevie. He's the head coach there. Give me your thoughts on the Titans. Um, well, well, what I've seen out of Gilmer County, uh, defensively all year, they've been just shutting teams down. Um, their kids play really hard. Um, you can tell they're coached up. They they do what they do extremely well. They they fly the football. Um, they they'll hit you. I mean, you can't you can't you can't go ten and zero and not be a physical ball club. So um, you know, there's something to be said about that. Offensively, their quarterback. I think I think it's uh, Coach Chuff's son. Mm-hmm. Um, he's about six four, hundred ninety five pounds. Um, I, I don't know if he's a basketball player or not, but he looks like a basketball player. He, he moves is, yeah. like one. Um, you, you can tell he's a pretty instinctual kid. Um, not blazing fast, but has good quickness. He can make people miss. Um, if you arm tackle him, you can't get him down. Um, they also they they have a little guy that plays receiver and corner reminds me a lot of CJ. I think I think he's um you know, he's a dangerous weapon that they have and um they up front they have some, you know, good strong kids that really get after it. So, I mean, uh, like I said, any time a team is 10 and 0, there's something to be said about that. They're just a good solid ball club. We're we're going to have to bring it in order to win. Hey, Coach, when I look at their scores this year, and I know you've looked at all this, they haven't given up double-digit points in a game since September 9th, and they've only done that twice, 14 by Richwood, 12 by Wirt County, and then every game after that, less than 10 points a game. And I think you kind of talked about their defensive side, but, but offensively, without giving up the uh, the game plan, so to speak, how does that balanced offense try to attack that type of a defense? Well, I I tell you what, um offensively, we're not we're not coming into this game um you know revamping the scheme or trying to do, you know, a bunch of different stuff. Um we're going to stay true to our philosophy as far as um just taking what what the defense gives us. Um 
And I mean, uh, all year we've seen we've seen several different things. People try to play man. People try to play zone. People will load the box up to stop the run. People, um, you know, dare us to pass it on them, or vice versa. They'll dare us to run it on them. But um, you know, whatever Gilmer County gives us, that's what we're going to try to take. And uh, you know, ho- hopefully it pans out. Hopefully our kids can execute and make some plays. And we can hopefully this week we can you know make it more than two scores. Coach, last thing for me, Fred mentioned the drop from double A to single A. Were you guys expecting that drop down, and and how was that received? Just just moving from double A to single A. Yeah, I um, personally I was I was expecting it just um, solely on the population of 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 the kids at school. Um, you know, there's not. There's not a lot of people that are moving to our area, and you know people are, you know, leaving every year, so population's kind of dwindling. But um, and I knew it, I I believe last year or the past couple of years we've been the smallest double A by enrollment in the state. So um, you know I kind of expected it, and I think um, you know I think initially people got somewhat excited for um, for the sports teams, but. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, in football, the top 16 teams, regardless what class you're in, I mean, there's a reason you're in the top 16. All of them are tough. So, Yeah, you're right about that. All right, Nate, going to let you go. By the way, you say you don't have a lot of people moving down into the Hinton area. You need to let them know about those hot dogs down there, buddy. Yeah, yeah they have good hot dogs. Well, they do. Uh, I'm assuming you're – I'm assuming you're talking about Kirk's. And oh Jerry's yeah, I had that. they're yeah, they're yeah. famous, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's well, I tell you, man, uh, Hen, it, it's a it's a beautiful place. It is. There's, uh, I, I'm not I'm not originally from here, but I tell my kids that they take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every day I drive to school, I you know I take a moment and appreciate what it is. There you go. I don't blame you. It is a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm just curious. One final question. I'll let you go. Any uh, and if you don't want to say, that's fine. I don't. It doesn't bother me. But if, any particular reason why you chose Saturday night? Um. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a couple reasons. Um. First off, there, there's a guy on my coaching staff that um, he does not work as a teacher. Uh huh. And um, it would have been extremely hard for him to make it Friday uh-huh. evening. Right. Uh, with his work schedule, and um. As far as choosing Saturday evening, I've heard several of our kids say that they would, you know, they, they've played in playoff games during the day, mm-hmm. and they've told me that they would much rather play at night. I've just heard kids talking back oh, and yeah. forth about that. So I took that into account. Sure. And um, I, I'll tell you what else. High, high school boys, high school girls, high school kids are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, – what what I've tried to do this week is just try to keep the routine as similar as possible as what we've done throughout the entire year. So that that's why I went that go. route. All makes well, sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And uh, what yeah. we got to do is get you to Morgantown on Friday night, and you could help us host game night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. You yeah, seem a little reluctant cool. there, Nate. Come on now, man. It'd <laughs> well, be fun. I mean, there, there, there's a lot going on this week. Oh, buddy, I know you got to be busy. That's for certain. Hey, buddy. Best of luck, okay? And uh, we'll we'll find the score. In fact, we'll probably be listening somewhere along the line. Wish you the best of luck, okay? All right, good deal. Thank you all for having me. Thank you. That's Nate Tanner, head coach of Summers County. I, we, we both, uh, Dave and I, referred to that article 
in the Viking yeah. Register Herald, written by Dan Stilwell, and Dan's one of the really, really good sports writers. Uh, but he got a quote from C.J. Shrewsbury. And again, okay. as I mentioned, the kid is 135 pounds, and he plays cornerback. He says, and I quote, I like defense far better than offense, he said. <laughs> you just go out and hit the person with the ball. <laughs> it's that simple. Go. That makes it's, it easy, doesn't it? It makes it easy. I love that. <laughs> Let's welcome head coach Rod Cooper of Pendleton County, the Wildcats, into the playoffs, of course. Rod, welcome in, buddy. Uh, thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Eight and two, Pendleton County. You get to play Cameron coming up on Saturday afternoon at one thirty. Let's talk about these Wildcats. You've had a pretty special year, my man. We have. It's it's been a it's been a fun year. Uh, uh, we we had a real nice team last year, and we lost several several seniors. So this year, you know, we didn't exactly know what to expect with with uh, four of our five linemen leaving to graduation last year. So uh, we started out just a little shaky. Lost uh, the second game of the season and. Uh, but my young lineman kept getting better and better and uh, ended up having a great season. Hey, Coach, I, I kind of look at these, some of these numbers for Pendleton County the last couple of weeks and, and talk about the play of your quarterback, Luke Cooper. Week 11, four touchdown passes. Week 10, over 200 yards rushing and 150 yards passing. Then back on week 9, four more touchdowns, three through the air and 145 yards on the ground. He has really put together a fantastic end of the regular season, hasn't he? Yes, he is. He actually, he's had a pretty special season the entire year. He's uh, he's a pretty special young man at at the quarterback position. He has uh, he has the it factor. Uh, you know, if you watched him in practice, uh, you know you wouldn't think. Well, you know, he's he's an average football player, and then he comes out on Friday nights and the lights come on and uh, he becomes something special. Coach, how important were those last four weeks of the season when, when you lost to East Hardy, then you had the bye week, you're sitting there at two losses, and, and who knew how the single-A playoffs were going to lay out just with the, the extra amount of teams in class single-A, and you didn't know what you needed exactly to get in the top 16, but you guys went out there, beat Southern Garrett, Maryland, beat Tucker County, beat Moorfield, beat Tigers Valley, uh, riding a lot of momentum now into the playoffs, aren't you? We are. We are. And uh, that young line keeps getting better and better each game. And, uh, you know, we're feeling good. We're feeling good about the playoffs, win, lose, or draw. We're we're excited to be there, and uh, we're, we're ready to play. You know, you look at your schedule, though, Rod. I mean, you you lost, you mentioned, that second game of the season to Petersburg, who proved to be a pretty good double-A ball club. Then you lost to East Hardy, the number one seed in this tournament. So, not only should you be feeling good about your team going into the playoffs, I mean, obviously you have a very, very good team this year. Uh, thank you. Yes, yeah, we're uh, we're pretty solid. Uh, we're pretty balanced on offense, and uh, our defense is really solid. So you know, I mean, that's that's about all you can ask for. <laughs> hey, hey, when I take a look at this roster, uh, you have your Luke Cooper, obviously at quarterback, the six foot senior, and then. Obviously, he has his, his, his twin brother, Trey Cooper, who's a wide receiver, also obviously a senior and six foot. Tell me about these. Obviously, we talked about Luke, but tell me a little bit about Trey and these twins and, uh, and what that's been like coaching them. Uh, I'm telling you, these, these boys are hard-nosed, and they bring it in practice during the game. Uh, they're intense. And, uh, boy, when you have intense young men that, that love to play the game, 
uh, it makes it a joy to coach. How do they feed off of each other when out there out there on the field? Well, uh, they're so they're so competitive that uh, they just bring it every play. And I'm telling you, when you bring it every play, good things happen. What's your take here? Looking at Cameron, the Dragons ten and zero. They had a dramatic finish last week to get that tenth win and stay unbeaten. What do you see when you look at Cameron? They're a very solid football team. That uh, it's going to take a tremendous football game from us, mistake free, turnover free. You know, to go up there on their home home town and and upset them. So uh, we know we have a. Uh, a pretty monumental task ahead of us, but uh, we're definitely up for the challenge. Rod, just curious, as Dave mentioned, Luke and Trey Cooper, uh, I, is Philip Hall and David Hall brothers? They are. Well, they I'm are. Just, what is Philip Hall, the sophomore, <laughs> eating that David Hall, the senior, isn't? Because there's 280 to 220. Yeah. We wonder the very same thing. <laughs> they are definitely different sized young men. Uh, Dave is actually an awfully he, – he's a good-sized young man himself. He just doesn't quite have the, the overall, uh, I guess, big bone thickness. <laughs> but he's a nice-sized kid himself, you know. Yeah, he's 6'4", 220, and then his younger <laughs> brother, 6'3", 280. Uh, you got to hope they've got a 7th or 8th grader there somewhere, don't you? Yes, yes. We'd like to have a couple more of those boys. Hey, hey, as I look at this roster, though, and Fred's alluding to it, and uh, you're going to have to help me with Jacob's last name. He's a senior, 6'3", 290. I'm assuming this is the makings of the offensive line that uh, blocks for Luke Cooper up front, all these big 6'3", 6'4", 280, 250-pound linemen? That they are. And uh, like I said, you know, they have done a tremendous tremendous job this year of, of just getting better each game. And they have the size. But, boy, I tell you, when you're talking about those front five, it takes a while for them to gel together. <laughs> you know, you'd think you could go out there and just tell them what to do, but until they play together, it, it just takes a while. Now, and, and pronounce Jacob's last name for me. Skurzik. Skurzik. I want to make sure we got that out there for him because it's spelled S-K-R-Z-E-S-Z, <laughs> and I wasn't trying it until you told me how to say it. it, it tough name it, I, I, yeah i hope i'm saying it right just maybe <laughs> laughing at me because i struggle a little bit but uh i call him jacob close. yeah i just call just him jacob. jacob yeah yeah, jacob. yeah. Hey, Coach, you uh, you mentioned some seniors that you lost from a year ago, and, and you guys have had some really good years the last couple, just thinking back off the top of my head. What were expectations, though, for this year? Was it to be right back where you're at again, or, or have you exceeded those at all? We've exceeded what I thought you know what, what I thought we could do. I knew we were going to be a decent football team, but, boy, when you're young, you have a tendency to compete and find a way to lose <laughs> Yeah. until you get that experience. But, you know, we were able to compete and find a way to win. Outstanding. So, uh, that means a lot with with a young team. 187 miles you have to travel on Saturday. I assume you're leaving early. We are. We're, well, we're going to leave on Friday, obviously, and uh, work our way up. Probably stop and practice somewhere on the way, and then to, just to break the trip up and and finish out the trip. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like GPS minded. So you come close to Morgantown. Well, we come do. on in to game night Friday night, buddy. <laughs> bring the whole team. Bring the team. We would like to if we didn't have another hour and a half to travel. We would uh, stop yeah. by. Yeah, I, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I get that. Hey, buddy, best of luck. Best of luck. Pendleton Thanks. County, the Wildcats against Cameron Saturday afternoon. And uh, 
again, just just best of luck in round one of these playoffs, okay? Well, we thank you. Okay. Head coach Rod Cooper of Pendleton County, the Wildcats, against the Dragons coming up on Saturday afternoon. Need to take a break. We come back. A.J. Harmon, Liberty Harrison's head coach, will join us. Stay with us on High School Sports Line. Concord University has been around for more than 140 years with a tradition of quality education and career-focused programs. U.S. News & World Report ranked Concord University the number one public institution in West Virginia among regional colleges south. If you're looking for a college with great rankings and academic reputation, call our admissions folks and schedule a visit today. Scholarships are still available. Check us out online at concord.edu. That's concord.edu. Internet, TV, and phone users, you've got a choice to make. Stay with multiple providers that really add up, or go switch to the Suddenlink Triple Play for $79.95 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Just $79.95 gets you broadband internet with speeds up to 50 megs with unlimited data plans available. Not to mention up to 200 great TV channels with free on-demand. Even home phone with E911. You get internet, TV, and phone for less than you could be paying for satellite TV alone. Just $79.95 a month with a two-year price guarantee during the Suddenly Go Switch event. Call 866-324-5555 and go switch today. And be sure to ask about our unlimited data plans. Limited time offer. Price excludes taxes, fees, and surcharges. Includes monthly data plan. New customers only. Must show competitor's bill active in the past 45 days in the same name for $79.95 offer. Restrictions apply. See website for details. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Begin by finding a comfortable, relaxed position. Let out whatever stress is in your body. It could be from the time you left your daughter's blouse in the dryer too long and it shrunk four sizes, or when you donated her private diary to the public library, or when you thought chaperoning the school dance meant actually dancing in the school dance. Whatever it is, let it go. The fire you started with that experimental dinner, let it go. The time you drove away from the gas pump with the gas pump, let it go. Three, very relaxed. Two, there you go. One. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. 
from football to golf, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back into the program. Wednesday night, November 9, High School Sports Line. Fred Persinger, Dave Garrett. Yeah, Dave Garrett. <laughs> I was wondering okay. what, yeah. Yeah, Dave Garrett. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good it's name. Not, it not is. terrible. It's not no, bad. Yeah. No, it could have been Jacqueline Cullen or something. Yeah. But anyway, Fred and Dave and Garrett with you. And uh, also with us right now, A.J. Harmon. Head coach of Liberty Harrison. Coach, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. You're, you have a ball club that Dave and I have been watching all season long on high school game night just because of the way your kids play. You open the season uh, with really a, a maybe a little bit of surprising loss, but 7-3, and three, you, keep, you keep just doing what you have to do. You win your last three, you make the playoffs, and, uh, and now you're ready to go, right? Yeah, uh, it was definitely a little bit of a slow start and slower than we anticipated. Cause we had, you know, we were we were excited about the team we had coming back. A lot of experience. We're still youthful in some positions, but uh, coming out of the gate and losing that East Fairmont game, um, you know, we're still paying for it. We we'd be sitting at eight and two and maybe have a chance to host a game. But credit to these kids, uh, they continue to work extremely hard and, you know, improve week by week. And you know, here we are, 7-3 and in and, and playoffs. Now, Coach, I hope I have my math right here, and feel free to correct me if I don't. But you finished the regular season last year winning six of your final seven games. So 6-1, and one, I believe, down the stretch a year ago, but I believe outside the playoffs. And then you've also won six of your last seven this year and got into the playoffs. Was that part of that optimism you had coming into this year, how strong the team finished winning five in a row to end last year? Well, I think so. Um, you know, I think just trying to fix one thing at a time week to week and, you know, taking, keeping things simple. Not We, we don't add a lot. We do what we do, and we just try to get better at it from week to week. And uh, we were able to do that and, you know, Kids started to learn and get smarter, and we learned our kids more, too. You know, kids are in different positions maybe than they were at the beginning of the season. So we just we had to find the right, you know, mix and uh, where kids gelled the best together. And once we were able to do that, uh, we've, uh, you know, had a lot more success offensively and defensively. What have been some of the keys for you in, in rebuilding that program? I've got an article pulled up here where we, we had you on the show back in 2014, January, when you had just been hired, and uh, Liberty then was coming off an 0-9-1 campaign, and, and here you are just a few years later, back in the playoffs, first time since 2010. What all has gone into that for your first couple of seasons and then uh, to be where you're at right now? Well, <clears throat> there's not a great culture of winning for Liberty football. This is only, I think, the eighth playoff berth in school history, and we've only won one or maybe two playoff games in the history of the school. But I, I always give the credit to our strength and conditioning program. Um, that's where it all starts for us. Well, most years, we're not going to have the most athletic team on the field, but what we're able to do with our off-season program is build you know, physical strength and mental strength. And These kids come in, and, and they bond, and they get the camaraderie, and uh, you know, when you work that hard and you sacrifice that much, it's a lot harder to give up on Friday nights when it all counts. So uh, we we just build our culture in that weight room, and it rolls into football season, and we keep going. Uh, we try to have a very disciplined, structured program and, uh, you know, just do all the little things. Um, fundamentally, you know, we, you know, really – 
we're 10 minutes away from Bridgeport, and I've got a lot of respect for those guys. And as you know, I've worked with Bruce Carey in the past, and uh, you know he continues to mentor me and just kind of do things that way. And matter of fact, uh, the coach that he played for in high school, and I think he's probably a chip off of that block, is uh, John Maisie, and was a Liberty person or from our area. So we're just trying to do things that way, and uh, so far it's bred some success for us. You know, Coach, when I when I look at your roster, and uh, regardless of, of when this season ends, if it ends in Wheeling or wherever, you've got to be awfully pleased knowing what you have coming back next year because it looks like you have, what, nine, ten seniors on this squad, but you've got a lot of young kids. We do. Um, you know, our skill players mostly are coming back. Our entire backfield is coming back. we got a few linemen, but the other thing is, here in year three, we're starting to see our JV program develop, and we're starting to see some balance in numbers across our classes. So uh, when I got the job, I wanted to win now. You know, being a young coach, I'm only 29 now, and that was three years ago. But people told me it was going to take some time, and now I'm starting to understand that here in year three, the importance of our JV program and developing kids and getting them smarter so that by the time they're juniors and seniors, that's when we need to count on them to contribute. Um, you know, it's not ideal to play freshmen and sophomores, and sometimes we have to, but, uh, you know, it's helped the kids this year who who did have to start as freshmen and sophomores a couple years ago. So that's where I'm trying to put this together then, because Garrett asked the question about coming off the 09-1 season, and you talked about the commitment of getting in the weight room and uh, and that commitment to getting better. It led me to think, okay, maybe we have some junior and senior leadership that's leading those kids, but it sounds like you've got a lot of freshmen and sophomores who have matured over the last couple of years and are starting to take on that role as they're starting to become upperclassmen. Is that kind of the way it's been? You had to really convince these younger players what it was going to take in the off season, and, and now you're starting to see the uh, the fruits of that, of that labor? That is. Uh, there's a good mix of that. These kids who have been starters and are now leaders, but this senior class, uh, they were part of that 0901 program, and you know they're hungry. They've been hungry. They had two good senior classes ahead of them to learn from, and you know these kids are willing to do whatever it takes. That's our motto in our program is whatever it takes, and they really bought into that. And you know they'd run through a wall for our coaching staff. We've got a great family atmosphere on our team. Uh, there's a great respect between the players and the coaches and, and these kids just bought in you know the senior class when I when they were sophomores and I came in they were just they were willing to do anything to win it's just they did not want to lose anymore so you know with that came work ethic and you know desperate people uh you know might go to more desperate measures to win so uh you know here we are we've uh started to change the culture how about some of your guys here? It looks like you got a pretty good running back in, in Broderick Lance. I know he had a nice game last week against Grafton, 115 yards rushing and another 68 receiving. Uh, what makes him good? And then maybe a couple of your other guys. Uh, Broderick Lance and Dalton Westfall are both 1,000-yard rushers for us. Uh, in this stick out, that's ideal, really. You, you have two yeah. tailbacks with your fullback and your tailback. So um, starting with uh, Broderick, He's really a great athlete. I mean, he's a kid that naturally, I think probably his best position would be wide receiver. He's probably six foot and 
he's a you know four seven four eight kid can jump a good basketball and baseball player just a really good athlete and i think in most uh with all these spread teams that we play and we see he would make one heck of a receiver and he, he's our best receiver uh but he started the season at tailback and i talked a little bit earlier about having to make some changes um our backfield just wasn't clicking and broderick offered to you know or he was willing to make the move to fullback, no questions asked. He knew he was probably going to lose half of his carries, but it's just the kind of kid he is. He's willing to do whatever he had to do for his team to win. And making that switch with Dalton and Broderick has uh, just made our backfield so much faster. And we run a gap scheme offense. Not you know, A lot of teams are running a zone where you have to run with patience. Ours is downhill, getting that hole as fast as you can. So, Speed is uh, it's vital to what we do, and I think uh, a lot of his success from that stick eye comes from the fear that people have of Dalton and the focus there is on him. Because once Dalton gets rolling, uh, you know, as a tailback in this offense, um, you do get more carries. But um, what happens is the defense starts to pay more attention to you, and he carries out his fakes. That really opens things up for Broderick more, and. Uh, for the fullback in this offense, plays a little bit quicker, and and Broderick has a knack. Of once he gets through that first level, he can you know usually make a guy miss, and and he gets a lot of big game, big games out of it. All right, let's talk about some some big guys. You got a six two sophomore that weighs two ninety five, a six four junior that weighs two fifty. You got a five ten junior that weighs two seventy nine, and then we have a six four senior. 340 pounds in Skyler Eastman. Yeah, we, we've definitely got some size, which, which is another reason why we run this stick guy. Um, I'm an offensive-minded person. This stick guy bores me to death. There's no doubt <laughs> it's effective, and uh, especially when you got the horses up front to make it go, and we certainly have that. And, you know, our two backs, I was just telling you about, they'll be the first ones to tell you that, that those horses in the in front of them are why this thing works. Uh, Skyler last year was the Big Ten co-lineman of the year and well-deserved. He's a heck of a lineman. And really, this season, it's like, I mean, a light bulb just came on for him. He, he's really, he's more dominant on the defensive side of the ball than, than even his offense. And he's a great offensive lineman for us. Um, Jaden Rollison, he's the, he's the sophomore you were talking about. He's the strongest kid on our team. Um, he, he's just a big, thick kid. He, he plays low. He understands leverage, and he un- understands how to read guards in this 4-3 defense we run. And right now he's just a one-way player, so he's pretty fresh on the defense side of the ball. And He's smart, and he works his butt off, and he's extremely coachable. So just watching him – uh, continue to, to get better throughout the season it has been a pleasure. And I can tell you, as good as our offensive line is, we have a hard time blocking him in practice. And I mean, this yeah. week was no different. Jeremiah Reed uh, is another big guard of ours. He's 6'4", 6'5". I think he's somewhere 240, 240 or 50 pounds. And uh, he plays guard, and he also plays defensive end. Um, in our four three, he's got long arms, so very effective in that position. And then both of our tight ends are seniors, DJ McDonald and Chandler Gibson, and they understand the offense, and they're not 
big receiving threats in this offense, which we'd like to have. I mean, we we have been able to throw the ball out of it, but uh, we're we're uh, they're more of a value to us than the blocking game. So, uh, and our senior, our center is a senior, and our left guard is uh, his name's Andrew C. He's just works his tail off every day. Doesn't miss a day weightlifting. So, those guys. They're the heart and soul of our team. This sounds like it. Well, buddy, uh, let me tell you something. You're you're my kind of coach. Here you are in Class AA. You're going to travel farther than any other team, 210 mm-hmm. miles. And trust me, there's no easy way to get to mate one uh, to play Mingo Central, and you chose Friday night. You the man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. We're, we like routine. We don't like to change much, so we're going to try to keep it. You know, as much the same as we can, and we've got a heck of a test in front of us Friday night. Those guys are, they got a nice ball club, so we're going to find out just how tough and how good we are. There you go. Hey, buddy, I appreciate it. A.J. Harmon, head coach of Liberty Harrison, best of luck, and we'll be watching for your score on game night, okay? All right, thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, the 210 miles yeah. to, yeah. to Mingo Central, Mingo County, Mate One, and and he's right. Yogi Kinder has a heck of a ball club. Jeremy Dillon with seven touchdowns last week. Yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, he, he, it's like every week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're right. Exactly right. Need to take a break. We come back. Uh, we've been uh, talking with coaches, and now we're going to turn our attention to some football players. Isaac Myers and Jeffrey Gaskins, both from Jefferson High School, will join us on High School Sports Line when we return. When you drive impaired in West Virginia, you break the law and endanger the lives of others. Law enforcement across the state is committed to keeping impaired drivers off the road. If you drive impaired, be prepared to pay the price. There are consequences. It's simple, West Virginia. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message is brought to you by the Governor's Highway Safety Program, the West Virginia Division of Motor Vehicles, and the West Virginia Department of Transportation. Being a parent means being involved. Most West Virginia parents agree it's our responsibility to talk with our kids about the dangers of substance use, to limit the availability of alcohol, and to restrict access to prescription drugs. As parents, it's who we are. Concerned, involved, supportive. West Virginia. To learn more, please visit wearwv.org. Supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Center for Substance Abuse Prevention, and the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau for Behavioral Health and Health Facilities. Begin a rewarding, challenging career with the West Virginia Regional Jail Authority. They're looking for individuals with honor and integrity to build a team committed to ensuring safety in our communities. No experience is necessary. You must be at least 18 years old, have a high school diploma or equivalency, and a valid driver's license. Beginning salary is $22,500 with $10,000 in benefits and training is paid. You must complete an exam, interview, medical and physical agility test, and a background check. For more information, go to rja.wv.gov. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State. This is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. 
And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 68 children is diagnosed with autism. That's about a 30% increase in two years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. From soccer to cross country, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back in to the program. Fred and Dave and Garrett with you on this Wednesday night. It is week number one of the high school football playoffs. And, uh, guys, when we start looking at uh, the games we're going to pick, ought to be good, ought to be good. All right, let's go. Jefferson quarterback, 6'1", 195-pound senior, Isaac Myers joins us now. Isaac, welcome into the program. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, we're doing fine. How you got, how's, week, how's this week of practice been for those Cougars? Um, it's been very intense. Um, we're really excited about this week. We're uh, really excited to get the second chance to uh, get at uh, Musselman again. Yeah, talk about that. That was clear back in week two, back on September 9th, and the Appleman got your Cougars 40-15, to 15, but... I, I'm sure what I'm going to hear, but I want you to talk about it, how different this Jefferson team is now, week one of the playoffs, than week two of the regular season. How has this team changed since that first matchup with Musselman? Uh, we changed a lot, actually. Um, changed a few things on defense. Um, everybody's just been hustling to the ball. Uh, we watched a film from week two, and not a lot of people have been hustling to the ball, but we changed that, and um, we've just been – more focused, honestly, and uh, just can't wait to get at them. Yeah, take me back to that game a little more. Weren't you guys leading after three quarters or in the third quarter? Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And, um, and ends up forty fifteen. What? Uh, how does that just get out of control there in that fourth quarter? What went into that? Um, well, we had two turnovers. One by me. Uh, some guy uh, blitz hit me, and I fumbled. And then uh, they scored right after that. Then uh, our running back beats fumbled the ball, so just two turnovers yeah. changed momentum. All the momentum went to their side. So if we just cut those down, then we'll be fine. So, yeah. Also on the phone with us now is wide receiver for the Jefferson Cougars, six foot, 155-pound junior Jeffrey Gaskins. And, Jeffrey, uh, does Isaac ever throw the ball your way? <laughs> uh, yeah, he throws the ball my way a lot. 
and uh, let's break it down. What kind? T- tell me about the offense that uh, the Jefferson Cougars run under head coach Craig Hunter. Uh, we run a, I mean, it's a fast-paced offense, spread a lot. We usually don't go under the center. Um, everything's based off runs and RPOs and throws deep down the field. We have a pretty good mid-range game, but I feel like our receivers, when we're down the field, we do a lot more work than we do short range. Hey, Jeffrey, we heard Isaac's take on that first game, and what was your take on it, and then what do you guys need to do differently here the second time around? Obviously, turnovers were an issue, but uh, what are the keys for you going into this rematch with Musselman? Well, we definitely got to cut down the turnovers, but we had them in the first half. We just we had them the whole game until just about like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, but we definitely could have cut down the turnovers, and when we're down in the red zone, we definitely have to score instead of uh, – not making field goals or not punting the ball. We have to have, have, to have uh, touchdowns. Hey, Isaac, want to ask you about the end of the regular season. You, you beat uh, beat Washington 77-14. to 14. You get into the playoffs as the uh, number 14 seed. But the two previous weeks, a loss to South Hagerstown and a loss to Martinsburg, what was the mood, what was the mindset of the team coming into that matchup against Washington after dropping two in a row? Um, Just trying to get our confidence up, build up, and just uh, focus on the fundamentals. Honestly, uh, those two games really brought our confidence down, so that game really helped us with our confidence and say we can we can do this. And Jeffrey, I'm thinking back to the Fairmont game. We had Isaac on, on game night after the win, and that was really a huge win for you guys, 35-24. What were the keys in that one, in your mind, getting that win uh, over Fairmont Senior? Um, it was definitely our defense, and then when our defense is clicking, our offense starts to click even better. So when we're getting turnovers and stops on defense, we just turn it into points on the offensive side, which is what really helped us a lot. Isaac Myers, the quarterback for Jefferson. Jeffrey Gaskins, the wide receiver for Jefferson. Isaac, let me ask you this. You guys in the season putting 77 points on the board. Now, I know Washington struggled a little bit this year, but still, Mm-hmm. Uh, put 77 points on anything. I mean, they they couldn't show up for a while. I don't know if I, teams well, I played for could put 77 up. So <laughs> tell me, everything must have went right in that game for the Cougars. Yeah, it did. Um, we just we wanted to score quick and fast so we can just get our second string in, get them some work. Uh, Corbin uh, Pearson, he's the freshman quarterback. I think he'll be good for the future. So we wanted to get him and get a little experience with the varsity team. So. Yeah, he's going to be a pretty good player uh, for the next couple of years. Hey, Jeffrey, taking a look at these AAA playoffs and the representation the Eastern Panhandle has with Martinsburg, Spring Mills, Musselman, Jefferson, talk Hedgesville. Hedgesville. Yeah. Talk about a little bit about the the overall play in the Eastern Panhandle with five teams out of the top sixteen making the playoffs. Um, it's really competitive in the Eastern Panhandle with all the teams playing each other, Martinsburg, Hedgesville, Musselman, us, Washington, and Spring Mills. Whenever we play each other, it's a really competitive game. So really getting back to play each other in the playoffs makes it even makes it a lot better and it makes it more competitive, I think, and it'll mean a lot more. 
Hey, Isaac, what, uh, what's your role been just as a leader? And, and I think back to the guys that you did lose from last year's team, and, and Jeffrey's been one of those guys that stepped right into that receiver role, filling those shoes where you had Christian Johnson, Christian Johnson there. What's that role been like for you, though, as a leader, uh, where you did have some holes to fill? It's, it's been a good experience. Um, basically, I just had to keep the team going, keep them up, and uh, just keep the keep the just keep it rolling. Uh, but um, yeah, I had to fill a big role with Philip Keller, Delonte Berry, and Christian. So I mean, it's been a really good experience. Um, so yeah. <laughs> How about hey, uh, Jeffrey? Let me ask you this: It's um, you know you're into the playoffs, uh, and even though. You only have to travel 15 miles to get your first-round opponent. What's it been like around the school this week, knowing you guys are, have made the playoffs? You're one of 16 teams that are in. Um, we just take it real serious, and our everybody in the school is all pumped up. They're playing a team that's around here, so they don't got to go far, and they can come watch us. Um, we're in watching film during school and stuff when we have our study hall class. Um, we're just taking it very serious, staying out of trouble and do what we can to stay focused on this game on Saturday. How how has that mindset been? Obviously, you're taking on a team in Musselman. They beat you in the regular season. Do you like that then, getting this second chance against the Appleman, playing a team you're familiar with, rather than taking on a school from somewhere else in the state you might not be as familiar with? Yeah, it's, it's good knowing their players and their plays and stuff because, I mean, they're not going to change a lot, and we're not going to change a lot. It's just the fact that we got to get down and get to work. So this should be a good game. Everybody knows what's going to happen. And it was just a really close game in the beginning, and we shouldn't have lost it. So it's just a game that we need to get back. All right, guys, we're going to let you go. Uh, get in bed. You need your rest, okay? you got a big game. <laughs> yeah, <up>. yeah. <laughs> See, that's, what Coach, that's exactly what Coach Hunter would have told you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch a little more film. Yeah, I hear there you. you go. There you go. Yeah. Go watch some more Just film. Bit, yeah. There you go. Hey, best of luck to both you guys, and uh, we'll be watching for the score coming up, okay? Thank you. Uh, thank you. There you go. It's the quarterback, uh, Isaac Myers, and the wide receiver, Jeffrey Gaskins of Jefferson. I should ask why they're playing on Saturday. Ah, well. I thought about it, but I thought yeah. I wouldn't put him on the spot. <laughs> It'd say because Coach said so. That's right. That's right. Hey, we need to take a break. We're coming back. We're going to be joined by the young quarterback for Wheeling Park. Cross Wilkinson will join us after this on High School Sports Line. Internet, TV, and phone users, you've got a choice to make. Stay with multiple providers that really add up. Or go switch to the Suddenlink Triple Play for $79.95 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Just $79.95 gets you broadband internet with speeds up to 50 megs with unlimited data plans available. Not to mention up to 200 great TV channels with free on-demand. Even home phone with E911. You get internet, TV, and phone for less than you could be paying for satellite TV alone. Just $79.95 a month with a two-year price guarantee during the Suddenly Go Switch event. Call 866-324-5555 and go switch today. And be sure to ask about our unlimited data plans. Limited time offer. Price excludes taxes, fees, and surcharges. Includes monthly data plan. New customers only. Must show competitor's bill active in the past 45 days in the same name for $79.95 offer. Restrictions apply. See website for details. The field of corrections is fast-growing and full of opportunities for advancement. Right now, the West Virginia Division of Corrections has openings for male and female correctional officers throughout the state. If you have a high school diploma or GED and can pass a drug test, 
visit WVDOC.com to see job listings and apply. These are state jobs with great benefits and an accelerated hiring process to get you on your way quickly. Visit WVDOC.com today. An equal opportunity employer. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. Today, my new son and I threw a barbecue. There were burgers and chicken. I burnt everything. The burgers, the chicken, the salad. Ah, they were delicious. They were awful. And then, and then we had watermelon. <laughs> I'm allergic to watermelon. And then we played catch. I broke Mr. Lewis's window. Mrs. Wakeham's window. Mrs. Wakeham's windshield. And then, somehow, my hand. My hand! <laughs> and then my dad even let me drive his car. The hospital's on the right! It was a rough day. It was a great day. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I have a passion for the environment. That's why I mountain bike. I love being in the woods, on near vertical trails. I relish the challenge when I can appreciate the best nature has to offer. So it was only natural that I would choose a career in the elements where I can make a difference. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. We monitor commercial vessels, making sure our ports and waterways are safe and clean from oil or other hazardous material. We patrol our fisheries and protect marine wildlife and their habitats. With all we do, it's about protecting America. This is a lot like mountain biking. It's always exciting to navigate through the next challenge. Were you born ready to protect America, our environment, our resources, our people? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. The sports talk continues on the high school sports line from Metro News. Welcome back in. Fred and Dave and Garrett with you on this Wednesday night talking high school football. First week of the high school football playoffs and uh, a lot of games coming up this weekend. Big, big game coming up for the Wheeling Park Patriots as they are the number nine seed. They'll head to the capital city. The tangle with the number eight seed, the Patriots of George Washington. And uh, our guest right now, uh, the young junior quarterback for Wheeling Park, Cross Wilkinson. Cross, welcome into the program. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. As before we talk about uh, this week's game, take me back a year ago to Wheeling Island Stadium. What a thrill, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> It was a great crowd, a great show for the state championship game. Uh, it was a great game to watch also and just to be part of. How had that uh, winning that state championship and then coming into this season, you know, 7-3 and three regular season, heading into the playoffs, was it different this year as a junior as compared to a sophomore season ago with, with the expectations of possibly winning the state championship than getting it, and how was that different this season? Uh, I guess at the beginning of the year I had some uh, – 
I felt like I had some more weight on my shoulders, but that really wasn't the truth. So Coach Dawkins' staff has really, you know, just uh, kept me going. And uh, I've had some more um, leadership on the offense, but it's really just been the same. Uh, as the year went on, I just kind of got my role and did my job. And how about the guys around you? I, I know you, you lost a lot of guys from that team last year around you, specifically just thinking to Elijah Bell and Savian Johnson offensively, but but you've had some guys step up there, haven't you? Uh, and you, You've got uh, Clark there in the backfield as over uh, fourteen or 1,300 yards rushing this season. That's been a nice boost, and you've had some receivers step up too. Yeah, you know, uh, they've really come big. I knew going into the offseason that we're going to have some players step up. Uh, it was only a matter of time. We got them on the field. Uh, yeah, it was nice as the season went on. They've really uh, grown. You know, Ryan's going to be a great player. We have some sophomores who are really stepping up, especially some wideouts. So, you know, we're, we're young, but um, it's nice that we're starting to play really well, and it's just only better for next year. Let's go back to that game again last year played where you guys won the state championship. And, of course, uh, end of the year, you were second team all state as the quarterback. But, you guys going into that game, I know you were the three seed, Capital was the four seed, but still, uh, as great a crowd as that was, other than the folks from Wheeling, I, I, I would imagine most folks thought, well, Capital's going to win. They had Tyree Pratt. They had four other kids that would make first team all state. Talk about the experience that you got from that game and how you think it's going to help you going into the playoffs this weekend. Uh, you know, my QB coach and I always joke before the game, especially with the big one that he's in, we kind of laugh and say, you know, I've been, I've been in bigger, which is, you know, true. So it really just um, helped with my confidence level that, you know, I can play. And uh, just every game now, I just go into it. And uh, it just really boosts my confidence. And, um, yeah. Hey, Cross, I want to ask you about uh, one of your receivers. And, and a couple weeks ago, week 10, you had a 48-35 win, a really big win for your ball club, beating Parkersburg South. And Maisie Mosby had three touchdown receptions in this game. Talk about him and that receiving core. And and uh, as as Garrett mentioned, replacing Elijah Bell. And Maisie Mosby is one of those guys who's really stepped in. Yeah, he, uh, especially one of our top wideouts went down. First drive of the game with a collarbone injury. Uh, it was just nice for him to we switched around guys, put some new guys in. It was nice for them to just get their feet wet, and they just stepped in without a hitch. And you know, Maisie was able to give us that explosive factor that Elijah gave us last year. He was able to catch a hitch, short uh, routes, and break them. And that really just uh, opened our offense more for the game. We're going to talk about your game with GW coming up here in just a second. But until you commit somewhere, we're obligated every interview to, to ask about the recruiting process. And so the update in the summer was you already had offers from Marshall and Toledo. You had interest from UCLA, Wake Forest, Yale, Cornell, Florida, Kentucky, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pitt. And then I saw this week where you announced uh, you've received an invitation to the U.S. Army All-American National Combine. So that's that's got to be exciting for you. What, what what are your thoughts on that and then just the, the overall recruiting process? Uh, it's, just, it's really awesome to be recognized by you know, national groups, you know, national teams from you know, all, all around. And um, I'm just going to keep working. Um, so at the beginning of the year, you know, it was really big. But now I've kind of settled in worrying about, you know, part football. Uh, I'll be thinking about it big this off season. Um, it's just it's really special to be recognized so greatly. We've asked uh, your coach, Chris Dockerty, a couple of times about this, but I want to get your 
your perspective. Uh, you've played in it a couple of times already. What makes, in your opinion, such a great rivalry between Wheeling Park and Class AA Bridgeport? Do, do you get a feel for that? Yeah, definitely. You know, every game you know, is a barn burner. You know, this year, you know, we just kept changing scores, and it was a great game to be a part of. Um, you know, it's always going to be a great game. They're a physical team. They play football really well. They do what they need to do. Um, and we know that's what we do, too. So it just really makes for a great game of football. Well, all right. So coming up on Friday, you have the long trip. Wheeling Park going down to George Washington. 7.30 kickoff, first round of the playoffs. And, you know, we asked you about a little bit about that recruiting process and the national uh, combine, everything coming up. But we'd also be remiss if we didn't talk about the quarterback battle yeah. in this matchup. Grant, matchup. Yeah, Grant Wells at GW and, and yourself. And obviously there's a lot of teammates around you, but but talk about this matchup. It'll be special, two really special quarterbacks on the field on Friday night. Yeah, Grant's a great player. He's a great quarterback, great athlete. He can run around and he can zip it. And uh, we were at some camps together this summer, and I've kind of gotten to know him. Um, he's a great guy, and uh, it's going to be awesome to share a field with him Friday night. Um, hopefully we'll put on a show. Um, you know, but it's going to be it's going to be a great one. Where's the the feel at on this team? You've won three straight here after that loss to Morgantown. You had the bye, then won three straight. But man, that was a battle last week, wasn't it? And to to beat John Marshall and you, you get the win by six points. But where's the momentum at with this team right now? Yeah, I think we're starting to play better and better every week. You know, Coach Doxel says you know we still haven't really played a perfect game. Um, hopefully that comes either Friday night or soon. And we're starting to get our things together. We're starting to play well. Um, like last year, we started to play towards the playoffs, started building. And, uh, you know, JM, it was a, it's a rivalry game, so it's always going to be a, a hard fought. They came out swinging. Um, so I think we're just starting to build our momentum and starting to play real well. All right, buddy. We're going to let you go. Uh, you guys uh, have the trip coming up on Friday night, 178 miles down to the Kanawha <laughs> Valley. Uh, what time are you guys leaving? I think we're leaving at one from the island. Okay. All right. So, sucks if I was going, I'd be gone tonight. <laughs> you know, get down to get down to the capital city and you know yeah. eat, eat some good food. And of course, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of tough to beat the food in Wheeling. We we go there every yeah, December for the Super point. Six. That's uh, that's <laughs> some pretty good food in Wheeling. I got to give it to you. Hey, Cross, outstanding job tonight, buddy. Best of luck to you come Friday night when the Patriots take on the Patriots. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cross Wilkinson, 6'2", 240 pounds. And Garrett, as you were saying, man, he gets, he's gets he got a lot of accolades coming his way. Yeah, he does. And you, and you just look at those the offer list or the interest list that he has. It, it tells you he's a smart kid. And, and to start as a sophomore last year and help lead them to that state championship. Yeah, guys around him, but uh, he was a big part of that championships chip run that they had. And so that's, like Dave mentioned, this is going to be a fun quarterback yeah. battle with yeah. those two. Should be a great ball game, that's for certain. By the way, we don't, we're don't. going to take our final break and come back and pick our games of the week. But uh, let me say, before the end of the show, 
Uh, Garrett Cullen, once again, got all the guests. Outstanding job, Mr. Cullen. Yeah, they had some nice nice uh, yeah. interviews. Here. Every yeah. every guest, uh, well-spoken and did a great job, a lot of information. So Had some new teams, too. Yes, we haven't talked to a lot, a lot of those guys, uh, teams that just got into the playoffs, some interesting storylines. Well, so. you know, you and I were talking earlier this week, and, and I had the opportunity to talk with a lot of these guys this past Sunday, and I said, man, we've got to get Dwayne Stoke along. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's good. So uh, outstanding job by all our guests, and Garrett, outstanding job by you. Uh, Dave, yeah. since you're there with Garrett and I'm okay. in Charleston, give right. him an extra cookie, will you? Oh, there, there's you got to have one. You can have, have an one. extra. Have one. We'll be we'll, back. We'll double it. <laughs> I know. Hey, why what? don't you bring him your South Harrison shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't fit. I'll let him see it. No, <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. I, you're exactly right. It wouldn't. I wear a man's size. So. <laughs> we'll be back with more in a moment. Stay with us. When it comes to your money, we're the teammates you can always count on for the perfect assist. Checking, savings, loans, and more. MVB Bank. Your financial life made easy. Call us toll-free, 844-MVB-BANK. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Right now, find three great choices priced under $20,000 at Thornhill Mitsubishi on Corridor G in Chapmanville. The all-new Mitsubishi Mirage G4, the Mitsubishi Mirage, and the Mitsubishi Outlander, all backed by Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And get 0% financing for 72 months or up to $2,000 in customer rebates. Thornhill is standing by with your new Mitsubishi today with three great choices priced under $20,000, and they're even open Sundays from 1 to 5. Thornhill Mitsubishi, your total automotive experience on Corridor G in Chapmanville and online at thornhomemitsubishi.com. Okay, first stop is Megan's to drop off Emma, and then next is to the mall to get boxers for Ryder, right? Yeah. Yeah, Daddy. All right, Ryder, when we get to the mall, let's go around the food court and find your friends and see if they want to shop for boxers, too. Dad, no. (laughs) Okay, buckle up. We'll just be in and out before anyone sees you underwear shopping with old Dad. I'm buckled, I'm buckled. Parents, don't negotiate on seatbelt use. It's your job to make sure your kids are buckled up for the whole ride every time. From the West Virginia Department of Transportation, Governor's Highway Safety Program. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, Doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer. Because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. 
Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer, and not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit lungcancerprofiles.com to learn more. That's lungcancerprofiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Metro News, your source for high school sports in West Virginia. Welcome back into the program. About oh, six minutes or so remaining, five and a half or so. Anyway, a lot of time, to, enough time to go over our Northside Automotive Class AAA Single A Games of the Week. First round of the playoffs. We have 24 games, 19 on Friday night, and then we have four on Saturday afternoon and one on Saturday night. AAA up first. Uh, gentlemen, have at it. Yeah, to me, there are three that I would choose from, potentially a fourth. You can make yeah. a case for a fourth. I, I think Hurricane University could be an entertaining matchup. Hurricane's better than six and four. You you put them in a different league, I think, or a different conference. Coach Kelly from UHS said that uh, earlier this week. He said that they're six and four in the MSAC. Outside of that conference, they're eight and two or nine and one. So I th- Hurricane's better than that record. I think that's good. But the three that I would focus on would be Cabell Midland Capital, South Charleston, Huntington, and Wheeling Park, George Washington. Cabell Midland's much better than that 11 seed. I know Capital got them first time around, but they've kind of struggled down the stretch here. Uh, South Charleston beat Huntington the first time around. You had uh, the the rain involved, muddy uh, conditions, I believe, there. And then Wheeling Park, George Washington's really intriguing to me just because of the quarterback battle that we just talked about. So I can make a case for any four of those. Yeah, I agree. I agree. David? And and if I'm going to look at that, I say that uh, Capital beat Campbell Midland 42-23 regular season. South Charleston beat Huntington 34-23 in the regular season matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mar- Martinsburg <laughs> beat Hedgesville 63 to nothing as far as there's a lot of rematches from regular season games in AAA. Four. Yeah, and yeah. Jefferson Musselman and Jefferson yeah, Musselman as well. I'll say this, the Jefferson Musselman uh Isaac Myers and Jeffrey Gaskins sold me on that game. Um, but it's a Saturday game. Yeah. So if I'm looking, so, so you're out on Saturday. I'm, I'm yeah. out on Saturday, okay. but I like that game on yeah. Saturday. They sold me on it. Um, I don't know what I'm getting with Capital right now, so I'm steering away from that. And I suppose I'm gonna just the chalk is eight versus nine, Wheeling Park and George Washington. But let me say this: GW's playing about as well as anybody yeah. down there right now. And Grant Wells is really coming into his own as a sophomore, and and Wheeling Park, I, you know, the way, I think that could be perhaps a very competitive game. So I would probably go Park and GW. That would be my vote too. David, are you an attorney in real life? <laughs> <laughs> he gave you a case for wow. every single one. I've never. Heard but he eventually such, landed there. That's a closing argument yeah. to beat all closing arguments. My I, argument, Fred, is that I agree. Yeah. Well, I tell you, <laughs> like you, like you said, Garrett, I, I think one of four. Could, yeah. You, know, you can't go yeah. wrong, but. I like the quarterback battle myself. I think that's the That puts story. it over the top. I think so, I do too. too. So our Class AAA, Northside Automotive Game of the Week for the first round of the playoffs, number nine, Wheeling Park, at number eight, George Washington. Class AA, David, let's start with you. 
Well, I looked through Double A, and I was just going to look at some scores here for a second on the Wasn't game. Wasn't ready, Fred. No, I was. I was. I was just <laughs> looking to confirm Kaiser's losses this season. They're seven and three, and of course they had that twenty-four to thirteen loss against Bridgeport, a game where Bridgeport had to pull that out in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then I look at a Nicholas County ball club that has just been consistently good all season at nine and one. And we talked about that first five-game stretch for the Grizzlies to open the year, not giving up any points. I think if I look at Friday matchups, that 10-7 matchup between Kaiser and Nicholas County, I think would be a very competitive game. I would go that direction for that reason. Fred, why don't you go ahead? Okay, I think I will. Uh, I think, boy, 8-9 is very, very uh, inviting to me. But I like number 11, Winfield, at number 6, James Monroe. I know it's a long trip for the Generals, but the Generals really, guys, have been playing some really good football, and they have to go to James Monroe. That's not going to be easy against John Mustaine's ball club, but that one is inviting to me. Yeah, I, I didn't think you would agree with uh, Jacqueline and Kaiser, no. Nicholas County, so that's why I let you go, because I do agree with Jacqueline. I want to have oh, a little discussion goodness. there. Yeah, See? Kaiser on the road at Nicholas County. We talk so much about the Grizzlies' defense, but Kaiser's much better than that 10 seed and it's seven and three, so I I I think they're one of those teams that can make a run uh, as one of the lower seeded teams in Double A. So and our Northside Automotive Class Double A game of the week is number ten Kaiser seven and three at number seven Nicholas County. Game going to be played at Memorial Stadium in Summersville. Good good venue for a high school football game. Class Single A, and this is where. You got four or five teams yeah. that could win this doggone thing. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Garrett, go ahead. Well, can we do Saturday games or is that out? Oh, we can. I mean, because my Saturday game would be South Harrison yeah. and Williamstown, and mm-hmm. eight nine again. And I know South Harrison had the difficult loss to St. Mary's, where they got blown out, but I, that one still intrigues me. Was it? Was it? And I'm I've been uh, in into a lot of other things this week, but. Was that is that game going to be played at Williamstown? Was that decided? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, David. All right, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go up to Buffalo and St. Mary's, and mm-hmm. the reason why yeah. I'm going the Buffalo direction, we talked about it in the break. Here's Buffalo's three losses: nine points to that Winfield team that you like real well, Fred. Five points to Williamstown, which is a team that Garrett's high on, and uh, they had that game against Fayetteville where Fayetteville won 24-21. I think that it's a game St. Mary's can win, but I think this is a really good Buffalo ball club. Yeah. All right. I agree with you. So our class single A game of the week is South Harrison and Williamstown. <laughs> he did that? say you agreed with. Fair yeah, enough. That's right. Hey, great show tonight. Great show tonight. And we'll have game night coming up for you on Friday night. We'll talk to you then. Good night, everyone. The High School Sports Line on Metro News has been brought to you by Concord University. Come to learn, go to serve. By Suddenlink, switch, bundle, and save. And by the West Virginia Coal Association and the Friends of Coal, committed to clean energy, your job, and a better quality of life for all West Virginians. Stay connected with your favorite school every Wednesday night on the High School Sports Line and online anytime at WVMetroNews.com. The High School Sports Line is an exclusive presentation of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.